I focus more on like the long term vision that I have. Yeah. And I'm at the stage right now where I just want to learn. Take a breather. Yeah, it might be the tea. Might be the tea. <sighs> tea is getting us a little. Yes. I'm at a stage where I feel like I'm lacking knowledge. Yeah. Like I definitely like I think I'm a little blind long term. Like right now, like I just felt like I needed something to focus on during quarantine, so I focused yeah. on the money and like. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our podcast, To Tea Together, where tea is our connector to discussions focused on the growth of one's life journey. Episode 2 is about to begin. Let's get her going. Observe. Yeah, some more part right here. So tea we'll be having today is um, 2020 Yun Shen Puar. <laughs> so this process right now is called rinsing the tea and also letting it. So why do you pour water um, down there? It's to heat up the well. The, so that that first right there was pre- pretty much is to heat up the teapot okay then the tea cups okay you know get the get the brewing sets ready okay yeah i kind of do that for coffee too mm-hmm. yeah. i make a french press you gotta heat up the yeah. cup and you put it in first yeah you a coffee guy or tea guy i'm i've always been a coffee guy yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> what was that number two <laughs> <Turn away. laughs> So okay. just like coffee is so convenient every day, like before to go to work, it's Tim Hortons, you know, iced coffee yeah. and I'm Ice good coffee. to go. Double double, the double double, double. That's what I go for. It's just like, it's a little bit too hot. Like I just oh, drink yeah. on my drive to work, so I just chug her back and then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like the, I don't think that coffee and tea are, I don't think, I think they complement each other instead mm-hmm. of like. Competitors? Yeah, like a rivalry. Yeah. But to a lot of people, it, that's how it is. Yeah, that's how yeah. it is. Which, because they haven't been exposed to the true leaf. Yeah. To the true, yeah. <laughs> what I usually do is typically coffee in the morning and then some herbal tea at night. Just to help yeah. me sleep. Mm. It helps you sleep. Yeah, some types of teas, like the ones I showed you, like anise tea. Yeah. It, I drink that and just go to sleep. Or like oh. chamomile tea. If you have chamomile, that. yeah. Yeah, I take that when I'm sick or, or like I need to sleep. Just yeah. poop, go to sleep right away. Calms you down. So this is the rinse, okay. and we also don't drink the rinse because, um, especially with tea like puar, you know, you want to, well, everyone has a different way of brewing tea, so basically there's not one set rule, but I prefer yeah. to not drink the rinse because okay. um, the purpose is usually to, well, first to activate the tea mm-hmm. per se, and also to activate the tea, yes. <laughs> yeah. And it's got steep a little bit more, right? So yeah, steep it, and also it's to kill any potential bacteria, because oh, yeah, <laughs> okay. on the leaf, you know. Yeah. Cheers. 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 To tea together. To tea together. It's good. Wow. That's interesting. Like a tea is tea a big thing in your home too? In my home, it's to be honest, it's not that big of a thing. Mm. Because, uh, I don't know, I feel like after my brother left the house, um, it was basically, because my brother is 14 years older than me. Oh, wow. Yeah, so mm-hmm. once it was just me in the house, like, I feel like I whitewashed my parents a little bit. Oh, you <laughs> Like, for sure, like, yeah. Yeah, it happens. It's yeah. 
so then like I wouldn't like ask for tea and whatnot so then they wouldn't offer it oh you know what I mean? mm. yeah what's your brother doing is he in Ottawa or uh, right now he's uh he's living with his wife in New York oh wow yeah man. it's all like settled down yeah know? literally yeah you're, you're gonna uncle or uncle soon soon yeah but uh they just had their wedding um last year in congratulations May. yeah it was a big one it was, it was definitely cool to see like what weddings are like in china in china yes oh, it was in china it was in china they had what? two because the the wife's family was in china i got to experience a, a chinese wedding oh yeah shit. i saw like a friend of mine had a chinese wedding and like i don't know if this happens in all of them maybe yeah. this one specifically where like the husband had to like put her on put her on his back Think, and, yeah. like walk to the procession with her or something uh, there was a point where she was not allowed to touch the ground yeah yeah, yeah. it was the same thing yeah yeah, yeah. it was That's definitely really cool. Uh, cool for me to see um cause I'll, I've been to uh like white weddings like you haven't been? I have oh yeah yeah it's, it's definitely a different type of feel yeah, yeah. cause uh there was definitely a lot of more traditional activities in the morning mm. yeah wow. so we were talking like Will and I we wanted to bring this up today in the topic like you're already talking about the contrast between yeah. seeing a traditional Chinese wedding versus, yeah. you know, a white one. So, like, what are some other things that you've noticed? Like, some contrast between, like, your, like, a traditional background and yeah. like, some things you're... Dining. Like, dining areas dining is definitely different. Like, uh, whenever I go back home to, like, eat a meal with family at a restaurant, mm. um, their style of eating is more... You sit around a table, there's a, a big, like, glass circle that rotates, and then they serve food there, and then just rotate it, and mm. then grab food as you please, mm. yeah. but, like, uh, here what I find is, like, you get your dish, they get their dish, and then you guys maybe get, like, a shared dish. Uh, yeah, so you're saying it's, it's, like, more intimate, right? Yeah, like the, yeah. The Eastern. Yeah. This this can segue into many different... Yeah, yeah. You know, well, that's different exactly topics, and... I want to start when you started talking about whitewashing your parents. Yeah. And I think the term whitewash... Yeah is a very interesting topic mm -hmm. because um, all of us here, one thing we all have in common is that we are all immigrants. So we all had to come from, in a sense, our home or our cultural background. And this term whitewash is used a lot, or especially here, like where we grew up, uh, to describe people who are not white, but... Gave up their culture kind of thing? Like yeah, or like kind of like shifted into a more Western society or Western mentality culture. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a very interesting, very interesting topic. Well, what do you guys think? What like, think? for me, when I brought up the parents thing, it was kind of like, um, a lot of my friends growing up, like elementary school, middle school, they were they were all, like, Canadians. Yeah. Not a lot of them were Chinese. Yeah. Um, so, whenever they would do something, like, for example, uh, have a sleepover, uh, I would always ask my parents to do that, and then they mm. some some of the time they wouldn't allow me to. Yeah, I know. You're so then I'd say, yeah. <clears throat> but all my friends' parents are letting them do it. And oh like, yes. Like that, like I kind of feel bad looking back on it now. I felt like I was pressuring them. Yeah. Into like like falling into society. Yeah. Yeah. My parents would be like, but I don't know their parents. Yeah. Like, I don't know if we yeah. Can meet them. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's true. Yeah. That was very. I, I also. Like, whenever I went to my friend's house and I come back, I told them, like, this is how they, like, you know, this is, like, how they yeah. eat, and this is, like, yeah. uh, how, this is, like, how their house is set up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I would just, like, tell them, like, my observances, and then, at the time, you know, you're not really, you're not really thinking, but, like, because that's all how your, all your friends do it, yeah. and that's how, that's what you see, you're, like, 
that's how we be the way and the way we have it is not the right way exactly yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. that's how I feel sorry yeah. no no keep going, keep going. Uh, so what I was saying is that like one big thing when I first moved to Canada was I felt so like ashamed I don't know how to explain like I felt yeah. so ashamed I was like why am I doing this in a particular way and they're doing it every other way like yeah. what if I stand out in the wrong way yeah and, I tried so hard to, like for example, when I introduced myself to you, I said my name is Mo. Yeah. I mean, that's not my actual name. It's like a shortened okay, version. Okay. Yeah. Like, because my original name is Mahmoud. Yeah. Obviously, it's easier for me to pronounce Mo, right? Yeah. <laughs> so there's little things like that where mm. I was just like, like everyone dreads this, right? Reading the attendance sheet in class. Yeah. yeah. I was always ready, like to pull up my hand and just call me Mo. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, yeah. And stuff like types of food that you eat or yeah. uh, religious. Like a big one for me, man, was like growing up, like. I hated bringing Chinese food for lunch. Mm. You know those ones when it's like, let's say I bring dumplings, man. Yes. By the time they're cold, they, they don't smell the same. Mm. Like, Dude. So I'd always, so like my parents would let me like order lunch at a middle elementary school. So we had like mummies yummies, yeah, like, whatever it's called. Yeah. Yeah. So I would just order food every day. And then from there, I didn't bring any food to high school. Yeah. High school I went out every day. I bought food. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. <laughs> I used to be so conscious of like, cause you're, cause I'm just going to sit in the table with your friend. Yeah, right? yeah. And I pull out the lunchbox, I open it. It's like, what if they don't exactly. like? It? Yeah, exactly. exactly. What if it has a weird smell? Yeah. Like, I don't fucking, yeah. Like another thing for me was like, because like my home was very like Asian, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I wouldn't have a lot of people over, mm-hmm. just because of that. Like uh, people who I would have over would be like my Asian friends and mm-hmm. uh, people who understand and like are immigrants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What about your brother? Like, was he born in Canada? My brother was or? born in China. So, oh, wow, yeah. yeah. Uh, to be honest, I Excellent. never really talked to him about um, his childhood and how oh, that yeah. went. But my parents definitely told me that uh, he did get bullied a lot. Wow, in yeah. China? Yeah, here, when he when just came oh, here. Oh, yeah. Because he went to Bayshore Public School. Right. And, uh, it's not, also in Ottawa? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's also not in the greatest neighborhood. Mm-hmm. But they didn't come here with a lot, so it was like the best they could do at the time. I have a friend also who kind of similar situation as a very like an older brother yeah. who was born in China and he was born here. Yeah. He told me like his older brother when they first moved like they were really like his family just used to have a stool mm-hmm. and that was their like dinner table. Yeah. And as opposed to him like he was born much later and they're like already were a little bit more yeah. sustained. Hey, like a lot of stuff like you know immigrants gotta go through that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If anything like they should be the least they should be the most proud of the efforts that their families put. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But because you're so young and you're going to elementary school with all these other kids who have been here, like, their whole lives. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's tough. And I, I feel like because we know that, especially from our parents um, coming here, they, they obviously, they, they tell us that, yeah. you know, you have to do your best. You're like, obviously, they want us to make friends. Mm-hmm. And then you have to be, like, open and be more willing to try new things. And my parents always told me to, like, I remember, like, whenever I think of my childhood, they were always saying, when I went to school, they, they would tell me that it, you have to be immersed in the culture. Yeah. Mm. You know? And I feel like that's... Because I feel like our upbringing has a lot... Uh, has a lot of effect on who we are today. Mm-hmm. And I will say that who I am today is a result of this mixed culture at school and at home. Yeah. Um, this dual identity of the west and the east it creates and as a result now that we're older and we have been exposed to both sides and we kind of understand more about who we are and where we come from Mm -hmm. 
people like us tend to have, um, like very naturally, <clears throat> we have become a, we have a third identity. Like also, a broader outlook. On yeah, broader outlook on everything. Also, who we are as a as a result of, it's not binded to either one. Mm. It's a good mixture of the two. Yeah. yeah. That's my perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you, man. Like, uh, we were also talking about, like, younger generations today. Mm-hmm. Before. Yeah. Earlier. And, man, like, so my youngest sister moved with us. Okay. And she didn't, like, she was too young in Lebanon to yeah. actually form that identity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's, like, she's so, di- like, in some ways, she's very different from the rest of the family. Mm-hmm. Like, she doesn't speak our language. Like, she understands it. But she doesn't, yeah. but she doesn't speak yeah. it. And, like. Thank you. Look at kids today. I remember she invited her friends over. Yeah. But then, you know, like when we're kids, we go outside, we play, we fuck around. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, then each what well, each girl brought her own iPad and her own headphones. How old is she? She, she at the time she was like seven. Oh wow! Okay. Wow. Now she's like nine. So like wow. they just sit down and then put their own headphones on. I was like, why are you putting headphones on? Your friends are here. She's like, oh, we don't want to disturb each other. Oh <laughs> like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no like way. they're playing like I was playing like Roblox and oh games like God. that. Like, so so they're. Basically, they're hanging out together, but they're not really like. No. <laughs> but they're not, they're not present together. Yeah. So wow. obviously, there are some times when they like do typical children yeah. things. But like, I remember when we were kids, we were biking we had everywhere. Adventures. Yeah, we, had yeah. Adventures. we were on our bikes. <laughs> biking <laughs> around, yeah. Biking around would feel like you're going on a journey. Like, yeah. You come back at night. You leave in the morning. You like, you get a backpack. Yeah, yeah literally. Yeah. Oh my god. You come back home here. Your pants are staying. Yeah. <laughs> you have to get injured at least once. Yeah. Fell down for your bike once, right? Yeah. You're you're all sweaty, you smell like shit and <laughs> smell like yeah. shit. I feel like it's just like parents like they could some of them may use like an iPad as like an escape from their children, you know, to get a few yeah. hours away from them, like Yeah. I feel like when I was a kid it was more like they gave me the T V. Oh yeah, yeah. But now I feel like the kids they get the iPads. They get the iPad. The iPads yeah. are portable anywhere. So like yeah. they can bring it anywhere they want. In restaurants? Oh yeah. Like, wow. yeah. Not, not just that, but think about once they have a device on their hands, the younger generations nowadays. They have access to everything. What yeah, like what are they being exposed to at such a young age? You know, you got TikTok, Instagram, so Facebook, bad. man. So kids are being sexualized so fucking early. Am I even joking? Like, he was saying fourteen year olds are doing dumb shit like, yeah. like for you know, sure. Everyone in my little sister's grade, they're they're like they're nine. They, they all, definitely make TikTok. TikToks. They all, they all have TikToks. TikToks. Yeah. They're all watching stuff of crap. Like it's crazy, man. Yeah. Like, you were talking about how like, you know, obviously like childhood upbringing forms your personality and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I was reading this study and the, some psychologists are saying that by the time you're six, seventy five percent of your personality is already developed. Yes. So like so. Wow. What are the things that go into that development? Like, right. What you're being exposed to is like technology. Yeah. You know, Aristotle said that. Show me a boy when he's seven years old and I'll show you the man. Mm. Basically what it means is that up to your age of seven or like pretty much your upbringing, mm-hmm. who you are up to that point, what you're being taught, your values. Yeah. That's who you are. Like good, good indication of later on, you know? Yeah. Like uh, for TikTok, for example, like I have a couple friends who, who are who have a good amount of followers on TikTok for like just doing whatever and the most of their fans are young girls mm. and it's like I feel like they're too young to to be like saying the things that they might say on TikTok yeah it's 
horrible, man. Like some yeah. stuff. Like you guys heard about what happened with Wayfair a couple days ago? Yeah, that one was sexual trafficking. Sure. What is that? What, what does Wayfair sell? Is it just like a department Wayfair, store? It's like it's like online furniture stuff. Mm. What? You order like furniture, man. It got oh, exposed. Saw for... so many posts about it. Those yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Like I couldn't no even way. believe it. They're, they would uh much. they would list cabinets and they would uh differentiate the cabinets by putting the name of the girl yeah mm-hmm. in it so it looks like a just like a random name and then they price them at like 28k yeah and then they mark it down to 14k and they're just regular cabinets and someone picked up on it and then started like posting about it and now it's like it's, it's a viral topic some yeah like some so, people are sick but some people are yeah fucked. like so what are you, what's in the cabinets nothing no, no, no it's just a, a disguise to buy I, a girl to buy a young girl. girl yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Sometimes, you know how like, there's like promo codes you can add to get a discount? This one girl like wrote in like Sarah something and then the price went up to like 50000 Wow. And they looked at the the actual like codes of the products. Yeah. Like, the tech, I don't know the specifics of it. Yeah. But like the, you could see in the code like the age and the name. Oh my goodness. Ridiculous. Traffic people. Yeah, man. It's fucked up. Some people are sick in the head, man. Yeah. Like Hillary Clinton is under like uh, try like we might try her later <laughs> there's too much going on in the states yeah the states is messed up I mean what do you expect from a country that like <laughs> like their 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 idea their whole country is built upon freedom right right but then when that's the only thing you fall back on it gives rise to all these fucked up extremes mm. like oh we're free I'm gonna do what I want yeah. you know I can start fucking like all these weird movements. I don't want to go out and say something that's, you know, yeah. politically incorrect. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but like, you know what I mean? Like, it gives rise to a lot of, like, uh, messed up ideologies. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. That's true. When you're a kid, you need some guidance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obviously, you shouldn't go to both extremes of like being super yeah. strict. But when you're just like, okay, do what you want to, a, like, a kid, what are they going to do? I mean, they don't know what's best for them at that point. Yeah. Like, I, to be honest, I, I definitely didn't know what was best for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm 18 right now. Yeah. Like up till now, I still don't know what's best for me. Mm. Right. Yeah. Every like, once in a while, I still make stupid mistakes. I look back on it, and I'm like, why did I go down there? And that, but that's even that's a blessing too. You know yeah. I mean? like you learn. Yeah, that. you can learn and uh, grow as a person. Exactly. Yeah. What's worse is that when you're raised from a kid to believe like whatever you do is right, mm-hmm. they'll never learn. They'll yeah. never grow from that. You know what I mean? What I feel is super important for me is like sometimes I just gotta shut up and just sit back and observe. Sometimes mm. the best thing to do is silence, honestly. Like yeah. Just to learn and observe what's going around. Be observant of everything you see and you... Because yeah, everyone, what I recently learned, like, because of going to school, like, everyone has a story. Everyone's different, yeah. like... And I honestly enjoyed, like, learning about everyone's upbringing and, like, uh, their lives. Because everyone's got a different story. We all have a different story. We heard yeah. this a lot when we were kids, like, don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah. It's so cliche, but it's true. Like, it especially when true. you move to university so and stuff. Right? Wow, yeah. Talking about universities, we all we all just finished our first year of university. All different schools. Yeah, all yeah. different schools. Yeah, different country. <laughs> different country. No. I feel like university is such a great opportunity. It's a to great. Grow. Yeah, it's a great place to network. Network. Yeah. It's more so for like the those social experiences than the actual learning. At least from what I've noticed. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Like first year, definitely, I sat. I like leaned back a little bit on the learning. Same. And I think I definitely pushed a little bit too hard on the social. Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like my grades first semester were on the poorer side because I spent so much time making new friends. Yeah. But uh once second semester came around, like I knew I had a couple friends, like I sat down and I worked hard and yeah, mm. my went grades went up. That's good, sure. man, yeah. I kinda slacked off pretty hard. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think first three weeks in I thought I was gonna flunk out. 
Wow. Really? Yeah. I wanted to drop at one point. Not because of... I just... I didn't look at the positive sides of it, I guess. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. For me, it was the exact opposite. Because... I don't know. All throughout my life, I wasn't the best kid in school. Mm-hmm. And I feel like going to university was like... Almost like a restart, a fresh start. Mm-hmm. Obviously, yes, I wanted to make a lot of friends, but... For me, my mentality going into my first my freshman year was obviously want to find my group of friends, but it's also great. I would say that would, that would probably be second. Well, tied at first, so you have that yeah. mm-hmm. finding your group of friends, and two is to really hone in on and have a greater sense of idea of what I want to do with my life, like the greater purpose. Yeah. Like, and I feel like those go kind of hand in hand because once you start focusing on what you want to do for your life in the long run, um, naturally the people that come into your life uh, will be a select, will be, will be naturally the ones who they're more aligned with more that. aligned yeah, with that yeah, because yeah. I'm quite aware of where you want to go, where I want to go, and as a result, I really focused on my academics as well. Because I wanted to find what I wanted to study or what I wanted to do with my four years of university. Yeah. So I also feel like when you moved to Toronto, like it, it was a big change. Like yeah. your demeanor changed. Your uh, Toronto man's. You definitely worked very hard. Like, my mom would always tell me, like really? you were studying hard, getting good grades. You know, trying to motivate me. Oh yeah. Yeah. In high school, yeah, I started my journey started. Personal development journey definitely started in high school when I left Ottawa. Yeah. Because I grew up with all my friends in Ottawa for eight years. Yeah. Leaving at the time, I mean, leaving at the time, I've always been very open minded mm-hmm. and accepting of new of new experiences. Yeah. So I was actually looking forward to coming to Toronto, but we all have expectations when we go into something new. And I would say most of the times our expectations aren't met yeah. with the reality. Yeah. So, here I am now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're doing good. You're doing good. Yeah, but one step at a time. Yeah. One step and one sip. <laughs> one sip. You just have to slide it in there. That's <laughs> 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 not smooth. Yeah. That's pretty smooth. Yeah. All right. And this is the end of today's episode on To Tea Together. Thank you to all who have tuned in and big respects to all who reached the end of our podcast. As always, tea and people is community. Because there was so much to talk about with my friends Mo and Jack on this episode, we will be releasing the part two to this episode this coming Thursday. Please tune in then and stay healthy everyone. See you then.